And welcome to Nasio Voices, where we talk all things state IT. I'm Amy Glasscock in Lexington, Kentucky. And I'm Alex Whitaker in our nation's capital. Believe it or not, we're just a week and a half away from our Nasio 2022 annual conference in Louisville, Kentucky. We're so excited to welcome everyone to our state where Nasio is headquartered. And as usual, we are joined by our friend and colleague, Nasio Program and Brand Director Emily Lane, who's here to give us an overview of conference programming, logistics, and everything you need to know. Let's get started. Emily, welcome back to Nasio Voices, and thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely. Glad to be here. So great to have you. Um, so let's start with our conference programming and what attendees can expect each day. Um, I think the best way to talk about conferences is to kind of walk through each day. And as we do, can you highlight anything that's new or, or different for our listeners? And maybe we can start with Sunday. I know there are state member meetings earlier in the day, but then late afternoon, things kind of get going and really into full swing for everyone. Yep, absolutely. So Sunday features meetings for our specific member groups. So state and local members can attend our state member day, which runs pretty much all day. It's uh, nine to four. There's lots of roundtable discussions and open mics. So whenever people arrive in Louisville, they can just pop in. They won't be disruptive. So just come in when you get there. Um, And then our corporate members will attend the corporate member exchange, which is later in the afternoon. And then everybody comes together at 6.30 on-site at the Omni Louisville for the welcome reception. Great. And then Monday, the conference is really officially in full swing. Can you talk to us about the general sessions and the CIO panels and the learning lounges? Yes. So we will kick off the event with our Pinnacle keynote, Jack Shaw. He is an innovation and emerging technology strategist, and he's going to be talking about digital transformation for state government, sort of what's on the horizon, uh, looking out to the end of this decade, and how states can kind of prepare for that and capitalize on that. After the keynote, we will move into our state CIO panels. So this is where uh, we'll have five CIOs on a panel. They're sharing their insights into their own state's priorities, current major projects, and kind of how you can engage with them regarding products and services. So there are five concurrent sessions, and we do that twice. So a total of 10 sessions and a total of 50 states participating over those 10 sessions. Then immediately following that, we'll go into the state meet and greet. Uh, This is where every state has a table, kind of job fair style, and attendees can just mingle through, introduce themselves, or ask questions to the state CIO, um, and hopefully the larger state team will be there as well. The purpose of this is really just for folks to be able to make quick connections early in the conference that they can then follow up on during the event or even after the event. So if you were at mid-year this past year, it will look very similar to what we did at that event. So then after lunch in the afternoon, we have three concurrent learning lounges. Those are 30 minutes, and the uh, topics for those are emerging issues in state privacy, data modernization, and identity and access management. And then we end the day um, all together in another general session, and those are the findings of the 2022 State CIO Survey. So this is an annual project that we do, and it provides really good insight on just kind of what state CIOs are thinking about, what's uh, keeping them up at night, (laughs) if you will. Great. And then Monday evening is the premier reception, is that right? 
Correct. So the premier reception is for all of our state attendees and then invited guests, which are largely um, our sponsors at a certain level and above. And that's an offsite event. Okay, great. So then on Tuesday, I see we have something called State Showcases. Tell us about that along with the other programming for that day. Yeah, so we'll start the day all together with a general session on our uh, Deloitte NACIO cybersecurity study. So this is a report that's done every other year, and it provides uh, just kind of nuance into the very broad topic of cybersecurity. You know, cybersecurity is clearly a top uh, issue for states, so we get to dig in that topic a little bit. Uh, We have a a panel of some of our state CISOs, um, along with a representative from Deloitte and our own Meredith Ward, who is heading that project for us. The state showcases come next, which is what you just mentioned. These are a slightly new format for us. We came up with the idea because we often hear that sessions that include case studies are often the most beneficial for our members. They like seeing how something has played out in real life. You know, we all, I think, like models and samples to see how other people are doing something. We also have the joke around NACIO that if you've seen one state, you've seen one state. So we recognize that sometimes, even though the case studies might be, uh, you know, really innovative and informative, there might be folks in the room that are just thinking, you know, this, while great, is just never going to work in my state. So those ideas came together and we're doing a state showcase where we'll have multiple states doing mini case studies that relate to a broader topic. So the idea is that everybody in the room can hopefully be inspired by something, borrow, steal, whatever term you want to use, you know, from one of those case studies and can kind of see themselves in their own situation in it. Mm-hmm. So the uh, topics for that are improving experiences for citizens and internal customers, implementing business process automation, and impactful workforce initiatives. So I'm very excited about those. Sounds great. Yeah. After lunch, we will have three concurrent learning lounges. So these are the 30-minute sessions that we hold twice. So if you've been to an SEO event before, uh, that pattern will look very familiar Um, And those topics are leveraging volunteers in state cyber response efforts. We're going to be joined by the National Governors Association. They recently had a publication about that, as well as a a state CISO that was profiled in that report. Um, We'll also have a um, cloud migration case study with the state of Georgia. And then our third session is state CIOs broker, what's next? And then we close the day with another Pinnacle keynote, and this is with Ginger Carrick on um, lessons learned from mission control. So she's a former director of NASA mission control and spent a number of years, a number of decades, actually, at the Johnson Space Station. And when I was doing our quick little planning call, she mentioned that her father is from Owensboro, Kentucky, which is in the western part of the state. So a very cool, like full circle moment that she gets to come to Kentucky. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so I know the sort of major programming difference between our mid-year and annual conferences is the awards dinner. Um, So talk about that for a minute and what folks can expect. And also, I know that we dressed up like it was 1969 and 2019 and in Halloween attire last year. Are there any costume expectations this year? 
So there are no costume expectations uh, this year. However, it will still be a very fun evening. And, you know, y- you do you. So if you want to dress up, uh, we won't shame you. Uh, but you might be the only one. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So as I said, the awards and recognition dinner is always a fun evening. This is really just a time to celebrate all the good stuff happening in public sector IT uh, very generally, and then also to give specific recognition to the states that are named as recipients in the State IT Recognition Awards. If you've not been to this event before, the states produce videos in lieu of acceptance remarks, and those can be very informative and entertaining at the same time. That's always a highlight. We'll also honor the individuals who um, are recipients of the State Technology Innovator Award. And then we also recognize corporate members that are hitting um, some milestone anniversaries with NASIO. So just a fun celebratory night all around. And I do want to address, because we get this question every year, if you are an attendee of the conference, you are welcome and encouraged to attend. It is not for state members only. I think that's a myth that's circulating. Great. Open to everybody. But do bring your name tag. Yes, absolutely. Name badges are the hottest fashion accessory. Absolutely. <laughs> Good. Well, I am going to dress up, though. I'm going to dress up as someone who's excited that CISA finally put out the cyber grant guidance. So, you know, I, I think that costume will be pretty popular. Um, so, great. Well, so I know the conference ends on Wednesday and people are often traveling home that day. But do we have any Wednesday morning programming or, or in the afternoon? So Wednesday morning is very informal. As you mentioned, most people are traveling that day. So kind of come as you are, come dressed as you uh, will to travel, leave when you need to. So these are roundtable discussions over breakfast. Really, that's do what you need to do. You want to follow up on a conversation, do that. Is there somebody you haven't yet met that you need to or just kind of soak in the camaraderie <laughs> that is NASIO before you head back to the office. And that wraps up um, mid-morning. Got it. Great. And I know that for our last two in-person events, we required proof of COVID-19 vaccination or a negative test. Um, what can attendees expect this year? Yes. So during registration, all attendees affirmed that they were either fully vaccinated or would obtain a negative test within um, 72 hours of attending the conference. So there's nothing to show on site this time. There are no masking policies for the event, for the hotel, or really for the state of Kentucky. Um, I do want to say that we support attendees doing what is best for their situation, and we expect everyone to be respectful of that, even if it looks different than what you yourself are doing. Got it. Thanks. Makes sense. <laughs> All right. So one of my favorite things about our conferences is that we have an organization that we raise funds for during the event. So tell us about our Give Back program and partner and our Give Back sponsorship. Yes. So Give Back is also one of my personal favorites. It's um, always really fun to sort of reach out to someone out of the blue and say, we like what you do and we want to give you money. <laughs> That's very fun. So Amped Louisville is the group that we're going to be working with this year. They started out as the Academy of Music Production, Education, and Development, hence the Amped. But they've expanded over the years to include tech programs, and they even have a business incubator. So the organization's kind of main mission is to create economic empowerment and ownership and independence for 
you know, residents within specific Louisville communities. So our give back funds will support their technology workforce training program. Clearly, you know, workforce is a very hot topic with all of our members. And so the programs committee uh, really liked that alignment. This program is also making a huge difference <laughs> in the lives of Louvillians. Uh, I think that's the appropriate term. <laughs> so I had the um, pleasure of talking to Dave Christopher, who is the organization's founder and CEO. And I'm very excited for everybody to hear him address the crowd Monday morning. When I got off the call, I was just jazzed up. I know I sent the NACIO team an email that was like, this was just such a great call. Yeah. Um, so not only are they providing, you know, the skills training, but they're really addressing barriers that would prevent people from being able to enroll. And Dave was telling me, you know, that a lot of the students that go through this program are living under the poverty line when they enter. And when they leave, they're being hired into jobs, you know, with starting salaries of you know $40,000. Uh, so really sort of life trajectory changing program there, which is just very cool for us to be able to be a part of. So I do want to say that, you know, as a representative of NACIO and then just an individual Kentuckian, and I don't know if people listening uh, realize that we're headquartered in Kentucky and a lot of the staff live in Kentucky, mm -hmm. uh, I being one of them, but just really appreciate our corporate sponsors because though our individual members are very generous in their giving, we are able to make the gift that we make uh, because of these sponsors. A big portion of their sponsorship dollars go directly to the organization. And those uh, sponsors are Automation Anywhere, Kerasoft, Highland, Resultant, and Security Studio. So big thank you to them. And uh, if you're able to be there Monday morning, do so. Meet Dave. Uh, he's very amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yes, big thanks to those sponsors and all of our sponsors. So another thing I want to ask you about is the branding for this conference. And this is one of my all-time favorites for this conference. It's these bold watercolors in almost a rainbow, but without looking like <laughs> a rainbow and somehow looking on brand with Nasio. How did you guys come up with it? So I am very fortunate to work with our wonderful graphic designer, Julie Pelstring. We have these creative sessions and I'm like, I have these ideas, you know, but I do not have the skills mm -hmm. to bring that to fruition. And she does. So the graphics we choose, you know, are intentional. So the watercolors to me show movement and fluidity. And there's something... Uh, beautiful and how organic it is. You know, not every brush stroke looks the same. And I think that is representative of state technology and the role of the state CIO. So if that feels too artsy before anyone laughs, you know, let's reflect on the past couple of years in that things have changed quickly for state CIOs, for public sector IT broadly. Um, you know, they've all been kind of changing with these new norms. And most states have addressed very similar problems in pretty similar ways with some similar products, but the end result is really unique to that individual state and that state's individual needs. So I think the watercolor is kind of representative of all of that. Yeah. I personally also feel a lot of energy right now. You know, it still feels like we're emerging from COVID, kind of addressing all of this newness. NACIO has seen a lot of growth in our membership. And so we're reflecting that with the bright colors. And then maybe some of our listeners will understand this as well. But 
going to be honest, totally influenced by the home edit and their <laughs> rainbow style of organizing. Yeah. So I'm sure that snuck in there. <laughs> So there is a lot of thought behind the visual identity for each conference, but really at the end of the day, we want people to look at the graphics that are surrounding them and just feel positive and energized by what they see, because that's what we want our conferences to feel like. Yeah, that's awesome. And I do want to loop back around. There's something else I wanted to ask you about related to the Mm -hmm. give back. And um, I think there might be something fun related to something you might get if you donate. Yes. So we are doing a local flavor experience um, for our give back donors. So there will be premium refreshments Mm. Monday and Tuesday afternoon. Just wear or show your give back ribbon. Um, And it is all inspired by the Kentucky Oaks and the Kentucky Derby. So on Monday, you'll get to sample the Oaks Lily, which is the official drink um, of that race. It's a vodka-based drink. And I believe that day it's being paired with bourbon balls and bourbon mints. Mm -hmm. And then Mm. Tuesday, we'll do the mint julep, which is, of course, uh, the Kentucky Derby official drink. And we'll have derby pie. I might be required to call that Mayday pie. (laughs) Depending on who makes it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) TM, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's I. I actually I've been eating derby pie my whole life. I didn't know there was another name in contention <laughs> for it, so I'm yes. learning a lot today. Yes. <laughs> All right, so I am really jazzed up about this. I think we were excited before, but now I, I really can't wait. Yeah. Um, but you know, before we let you go, this is I think maybe your sixth appearance on the podcast, and we always have to come up with new questions for you in our lightning round segment. Are you ready? I am ready. Good. These are tough. Amy Amy really came up with some good ones this time. So, um, all right. Question one. If you had to describe your life story in one sentence, what would it be? Um, this could go very deep. Um, let's see. I'll say she worked hard. She played hard. Surrounded herself with really interesting and supportive people. And she ate a lot of donuts. Okay. <laughs> Great. I think mine right now would just be he needed a nap. But, yeah. um, I, I, I like you. you. Know, I was just um, thinking okay. the other day about how you <laughs> always ate donuts a lot in the office. And we haven't yeah. worked in the office together in two and a half years. And I was like, I wonder if Emily still eats those chocolate donuts as much. <laughs> So um, I actually live near our office space, even though we work from home. And our deputy director, Lisa, actually said to me yesterday something similar. And she was like, you could probably run over there and still get them out of the vending machine. (laughs) I was like, "Mm, they were probably there since (laughs) pre-COVID. Yeah, right. Yeah, they probably were. Great. Okay. So question two, do you have any unpopular opinions? Oh, pickles are nasty and they ruin everything they touch. <laughs> Agreed. I love Agreed. pickles. Oh. So that's actually I'm a with popular you opinion. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, finally, do you have any secret superpowers or something you're really good at that may not be obvious to others? Um, so I can still twirl a rifle from my high school color guard days. Wow. Oh, um, all right. Yeah. I'll go with that. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Well, maybe something for the opening ceremony in Louisville then. (laughs) Energizer. Okay. All right, Emily. Well, again, we always say this, but I know it's crunch time for you right now and you are finalizing everything, but we really appreciate getting some time on your calendar and for all the great information you provide for us. And these episodes are always super popular with our listeners. So thanks. Thank you. Absolutely. Glad to share all the details. Yes. All right. We'll see you both soon. See ya. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Nacio Voices. 
NASIO Voices is a production of the National Association of State Chief Information Officers. Registration for our annual conference closes on October 3rd, and as a reminder, there will be no on-site registration. And as another reminder, as Kentuckians pronounce it Louisville, you might call it Louisville, but just don't call it Louisville. It's the home of the Kentucky Derby, the Louisville Slugger Museum, and 90% of disco balls made in the U.S. are made there. And of course, 95% of bourbon is made in Kentucky. We'll see you there. <laughs>